Hi, this is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'one Tehillim and Other Hebrew Text Podcast, Episode 43. The following is the recitation of Psalm 38, aka Perak or Mizmor Lamed Chet. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about this Mizmor. Mizmor le David, le Hazkir, Adonai al bekatspecha tochicheni, uvachamatcha tiasreni, ki chitzecha nichatu vi, vatinchat alai yadecha. Ain mitom bib sari mipne zam mecha. Ain shalom baatzamai mipne chatati. Ki avonotai avru roshi. Kemasa chaved yich. Bedu mimeni. Hiv ishu namaku chaburotai. Mipne ivalti. Naaveti shachoti ad meod. Kol hayom koder hilachti. Ki Chisalai Malu Nikle Vein Mitom Biv Sari Nefugoti Venid Kati Ad Meod Shaagati Minahamat Libi Adonai Negdecha Chol Taavati Vaan Chati Mimcha Lo Nistara Libi Secharchar Azavani Chochi Veor enai Gam heim Ein iti Ohavai Vireai Mineged Nigi Yaamodu Ukrovai Mirachok Amadu Vayinakshu Mivakshe Nafshi Vidorshe Raati Dibru Havot Umirmot Kol Hayom Yehgu Vaani Kecheresh Lo Eshma Ukeilem Lo yiftach piv 
Ehi Kish Asher Lo Shomea Vein Befiv Tochachot Kilacha Adonai Hochalti Ata Taane Adonai Elohai Ki Amarti Pen Yismechu Li Bemot Ragli Alai Higdilu Ki Ani Letzela Nachon Umach Ovi Negdi Tamid Ki Avoni Agid Ed Ag Mechatati Veoivai Chaim Atzemu Verabu Son Ai Shaker Umme Shalmei Raa Tachat Tova Yis Tenuni Tachat Radafi Tov Al Al Taazveni Adonai Elohai Al Tirchak Mimeni Chusha Leazrati Adonai Teshuati Psalm 38 is regarded as one to recite when one is experiencing great suffering. Some opinions hold that the psalm took place after David Amalek's interaction with Bathsheba and her husband, while others see this was meant for the general nation of Israel to empathize with them in their suffering, maybe regarding exile. At first glance, this psalm seems to be a graphic description of someone who is going through a physical illness that leaves the author with Ein Shalom B'Tzamai in Pasuk Dalid, no peace in my bones, and Hivishu Namaku Chaburotai in Pasuk Vav, putrid and rotted are my sores, etc. The psalm even describes the depth of loneliness one can potentially endure, where in Pasuk 12 he describes how his friends and companions stand aloof from his affliction, while his closest ones even keep at a distance, perhaps because they don't want to be associated with someone in a condemned position, or because it's too painful for them to face. A counterintuitive, but unfortunately natural and common occurrence when people are ill. Something for us to keep in mind and work through in ourselves and attempt to be there for our loved ones. I have heard a number of shiurim that describe this as someone on their deathbed. However, I don't see one mention of death in this psalm. I see a person who is acknowledging responsibility, in because of my sin, and now understands, as he explains in Pasuk Gimel, ki chitzacha nichatu vi. Vatinchat alai yadecha, 
For your arrows were shot into me, and down upon me is your hand, that Hashem is causing his suffering to cleanse him of his sin. Just a side note, Judaism does not uphold that all suffering is directly related to sins you committed, as we touched on in Mizmor 7, but the author is seeing a direct correlation for himself personally. Not only that, but he seems consumed with worry, not about his illness, but about what his enemies, like ones described in Pasuk 21, that repay evil for good and harass him for his pursuit of good, what they will do if he continues to be ill. Now, coming up is where a subtle mention really is the underlying depth of the Mizmor. Pasuk 18, it says, Ki ani letzela nachon, ume umachoivai negdi tamid. For I am ready to stumble, and my pain is always before me. I can't help feeling like David is writing this Pasuk after he is already physically healed, but essentially saying that he doesn't trust himself not to stumble again because that pain that he went through is always in the forefront of his mind. And he is worried that he will do something again, some sin, to be deserving of such pain again. If you talk to anyone who has been through physical or even mental suffering, and then they, for example, go into remission, that process of reacclimating to the real world, to the world that now looks completely different than the one they stepped out of, they still, in some sense, can't see themselves not as a potential victim of future suffering. How are they supposed to suddenly trust fully the body or the mind that already has betrayed them? Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs points out that it was once said of a great religious leader, he was a man who took God so seriously that he didn't have to take himself seriously at all. Albert Ellis, who founded Rational Emotive Behavior Therapy, teaches that our beliefs determine our feelings, and our feelings then influence our behavior. So to change our behavior, we must change our feelings, and to change our feelings, we must change our thoughts. David, instead of focusing on the belief that he is doomed to fail and sin again, he turns to God and tells him in Pasuk 16, Ki lecha Hashem hochalti, Adonai Elohai. Because in you, Hashem, I put my hope. You will answer, my Lord, my God. There is the same word, ochila, that we use during the prayers of the high holidays, where we plead with God to meet us in the depths of our annual need. As long as we live, there will always be a risk that we will endure more suffering. However, there is also always a way to suffer less. The more choices we give ourselves and weigh out in our mind or with a trusted someone, the less we will feel like victims of our suffering. The process will look different for everyone. For David, it was turning his attention and belief systems towards God. For others, it will be some other internal conversation that needs examining. 
But healing can start when we acknowledge that we have a choice on what to believe about ourselves and our situation and on what to feel and what action steps we can then start to take with a less burdened and hopefully more positive mindset. May we all have clarity on what choices we have in front of us and how we can rearrange our negative belief systems into ones that bring about positive change to where we no longer feel victims of past, current, or potential suffering. The learning and recitation for this Mizmor is in honor of Arafua Shalema for Chief Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs, Harav Yaakov Tzvi Ben Liba, and as well as Lulay Nishmat, Rabbi Eliyahu Ben Machluf. May their families be comforted among the mourners of Zion. Please stay tuned until after this quick break. that you would like to sponsor or if you have any questions please email me at nurseNisa1 N-U-R-S-E-N-I-S-A the number one at gmail.com also don't forget to join the Facebook group to be aware of upcoming episodes please subscribe and share thank you for joining okay.